support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, everyone. Here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal? Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. Why don't we just get a court order from a judge? Because they wouldn't give us one, that's why. This ain't our case, remember? Then why the hell are we here? We both recognize Morales' body at the junkyard. You fucking lied to Garcia. I didn't lie to him. I just didn't tell him the truth. Oh, Christ, don't patronize me. You think I like dragging around after you all day? I fucking hate it. And I hate the way you drive. And I hate your stinking whiskey breath. Well, I hate your uptight, regulation-spouting Boy Scout horseshit. And I hate the little fucking creases in your pants. And I hate these fucking donuts. These fruitcake little ones with the, with the goddamn pinky shit on top. Nobody eats that shit. Hey here, PositiveSarcasm.com, streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. Happy Sunday, everybody, here at Johnny Monotonian Studio for Leftovers. Uh, I got about a bunch, like five to seven articles today, one Q&A, and then we're donezo for the day. Uh, streaming live on YouTube, Positive Sarcasm Podcast, and Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm. So, um, I was in, okay, so yeah, I said I'd run up with a coffee story first. So, I was in, let me get this stupid shit out of the way. So, uh, me and me and uh, me and Bob's were down south. We we're going to grab some uh, coffee or whatever. So we decided to stop by Aroma Joe's, one of my favorite spots to go and get some coffee. And I wanted to grab some beans, you know, some whole beans for the way back. So I mean, they're like what nine, ten bucks for a bag. And I, there was none up front. So I asked the girl if she would go and if there's any whole bean coffee in the back. And she's like, "Let me go check." So I'm like, "All right." So I'll go and grab five, ten, you know, nine, ten bucks worth of coffee. She comes back with this bag of coffee. Ten bucks. <laughs> That's like when Bronson Show brought out the bag. And so, blow. yeah. Do you want it, boys? Um, yeah. So this this giant thing is uh, is mine now. 
Um, this I don't think this was for resale, but it's mine. That's like that's like a share of Walmart stock. Yeah, this is like those. yeah. So uh, thanks to Aroma Joe's, you, uh, I will be. Um, you are now sponsoring the podcast until this thing is completely empty. So <laughs> it's melt. I mean, hold it. I mean, we we're like, what are we gonna name it? You know, it's pretty good. Yeah, you could hide shit. I'm all over the I know. Over that stuff. Look at that thing. Oh, it's like a small like a, child. <laughs> so uh, probably a mistake, but uh, appreciated nonetheless the generosity. Aromajoes.com. <laughs> Aromajoes. So, yeah. That takes care of the coffee problem for the next few weeks. That's like, that's 40 bucks worth of coffee right there for $9. Oh. That was a big oops. And I'm not giving away the store that did it either. No, that's, that's no, no, not doing that. No, because she might be there. And regi- <laughs> yeah, that regional manager is like, oh, I'm going to get fucking fired for this. <laughs> uh, did you name the movie at the beginning of this? I don't know if you did. I don't know if you ever saw this movie. I know, the- I know Charlie Sheen. Yep. Okay. So Clint you got- Eastwood. Okay. There was another voice I, I thought that- I recognized. That's so yes. Yes, Charlie Sheen. And yes, Clint Eastwood. Movie is called The Rookie. The Rookie, yes. Okay. I, oddly enough, one of Cl- one yeah, it's a buddy like a buddy cop movie type of thing. They could barely stand each other. It was actually that's actually a pretty good movie. That yeah. was like it should have it could have like it was very dirty hair. Well, anything that that freaking was, Clint Eastwood did was very uh, dirty hairy like. It was like Training Day for white guys. Pretty much. Pretty uh, much. you know who was in that it was Raul Julia. Raul Julia. Remember Raul Julia? Uh, Adam's family. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ra- that Raw Julia. Um, he died early. So that movie is so two guy, one guy's all clean cut, and the other one's like a former motorcycle racer type guy, and they're they end up hunting down these, uh, you know, what are they called? Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they're doing—a chop shop operation. And then apparently somebody gets killed, somebody's partner gets killed, so he gets a new partner, but it's Charlie Sheen and. Uh, so they don't get along, you know. One's like lobster thermidor, and the other one is the cigar smoking, whiskey drinking. That's obviously Clint Eastwood's character. And at the end, they kind of mix it up, and they—that's the. There was a commercial for it back in the day where they drive a Mercedes out a window as the whole warehouse explodes. Oh yeah, that was the yes, movie. I remember that. One. It didn't. Yes. Per- it didn't perform very well in the box office, right. but that was a good movie. I had that shit on VHS back in the day. VHS. I don't know if anybody remembers that acronym, but I didn't even know you were old enough to have VHS. Oh yeah, dude. I had I had everything on VHS. I had Pink Floyd the Wall on VHS. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh so okay. I used to have a Jimi Hendrix video on VHS. Uh oh yeah. So speaking of forgotten movies, I did have a quick list here. I don't know if you remember any of these. Uh ten like nineteen eighties sci fi adventure films that were excellent. And uh, there are some I'm looking at here I have never seen. Like for example, let's see the okay. Let's do number nine is the abyss. Do you remember oh, the abyss? Absolutely. Do you remember the whole thing about that? I remember the guy's wedding ring saved him the doorway and the. Uh, but do you remember like the whole stink about it? How the cast hates James Cameron? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, because apparently he like he they these some of these people almost drown. They were under stressful conditions. I mean, it was they. Yeah, because they basically took a submarine down to the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Then they come out with this movie, The Boat, and like, oh, this one's not going to end well. The um, Ed <laughs> Harris will not talk about it on 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 in an interview. He yeah. d- he refuses to discuss the abyss at all. I didn't. Re- I mean, I didn't think about it, but James Cameron. Everybody bitches about how much uh, of an asshole that Michael Bay is on set. 
Yeah. James Cameron does not have the best reputation on set either. Right. Especially the last the last Terminator movie. Apparently, him and the, the uh, recent director don't they don't they will not work together anymore. That was the original rumor. I'd like to have that confirmed. But apparently, the whole cast of the Abyss does not like him. Um, I don't know how Michael Michael Bean was in that movie, right? He was in that for yeah. yeah. He was he yeah, was in yeah. it for a hot minute. Right. He never said anything, but Ed Harris won't. And then, let's see, apparently there was some issues on the set of the original Terminator 2 between him and Linda Hamilton. I think there was some infidelity going on, because he was, he was, I think he was with Linda Hamilton for a while. Hmm. And then something was going on between him and Kate Wins, something with Kate Winslet and him on the set of, uh, on the set of Titty Tannic. The, uh, he was like Weinstein Light. No, I think he was just, <laughs> I think he's, I think James Cameron was just really in depth with his He's he just he's into his movies yeah. very much like a Howard Hughes type. He just he's in it. Uh, you know, when here's the cool thing about James Cameron, when he was writing, he had two different rooms in his house. One room, he had the script for Aliens. He was writing the sequel. And then on the other room, he had the screen, ble- the screenplay to First Blood Part Two. Huh. So two different rooms writing at the same time those movies, which I love them both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because a- Aliens was like, thanks, Ridley. That was a cute flick. I'll take it from here, bro. Boom, Marines. And just end the shit, right? And at the same time, making uh, First Blood Part Two, which was actually really good. Yeah. Although I have to admit, there was some cheesy Have you part- seen the newest one? Yeah. Last Blood? Or yeah. Something? yeah. You, I, if, if it, was, it felt good like... Good. It felt like... Um, it felt like they dumped the entire... Uh, budget into like the last ten minutes. Oh, like a fireworks show. Yeah, yeah. it it, it <laughs> did. If if it was, I don't know. I I after uh Rambo, the fourth one. Right. I was that I was disappointed because Rambo was insane. It was violent. It was brutal. It was like you had you were after it. But I uh this one was kind of like, remember the movie Traffic. Oh yeah. Yeah, this was yeah. like a shorter version of that and it's uh, like, okay. "Oh, let's just make it shorter with smaller budget and get John Rambo in it." Okay, good. So yeah, it's about him going into going into the Mexico to deal with the cartel because right, there's some right. family stuff and then the cartel comes after him, so he goes back after the cartel, and then the rest of the cartel comes after him and then he goes Rambo on them. And that's pretty much it. Roll credits at the end. There's no fluff in this movie. But I didn't I wasn't emotionally attached to it. Yeah. Some people really liked it though. But it only made as much money the last Rambo movie made forty million, forty-five million dollars about uh, domestically, and this Rambo movie made within a million of that too. Oh, that's not bad. But he's kind of like a cowboy now. He kind of right. like wears a cowboy hat. He's got the short hair, and he's kind of just like riding off into the sunset. But he is like a tor- well, what, what He ends like a tortured soul. Yeah. What was the? Was it Rocky like? Four or something. Four where, was the four was the Russian. Is no, maybe it was five. Then, five was the one nobody likes. And that was the one where it starts out. He's got this really nice house in the suburban neighborhood. And it's all gone. Yeah, yeah. that's the one where Rocky. Yeah, so yeah. Rocky goes broke. Right. That's right. the one where Rocky broke broke because Paulie lost all his money to like a and some douchebag. Um, <laughs> nobody. Paulie was an asshole. <laughs> Glad he's dead. No, Rocky Five is like. Rocky Five is like uh, Godfather Part Three. I think Artie Lang said it best. When you bring uh, you bring the trilogy to the party and you watch Godfather Part One and Two and you do cocaine off of Three, but as far as Godfather Part Three, nobody nobody re- it was actually a good movie, but it's not. It was just, it was like fifteen years too late. Nobody well, cared. It was point. the eighties. They were just cranking movies out just to crank them. What up. do you think they're doing now? 
I did talk well, about the new Sonic the Hedgehog though, how they did it right. I actually thinking about going seeing it for the fuck of it. Yeah. Did you hold the, the whole situation about that was um when they did the trailer for the Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what Sonic looks like, right? Oh yeah. So they when they did the trailer for it, they had Sonic. He didn't look like Sonic. He had like human teeth. And his nose was like a a fucking a hedgehog, but not, well, not like a hedgehog, but like a like a real hedgehog, not like the Sonic Hedgehog. Right, right. And the internet flipped its shit. So I'm recapping this again for those who didn't see the last that podcast. But yeah, the internet freaked out and went after the publishing company. So they they went back and did all the CGI over again and made Sonic look like Sonic. That's funny. And apparently the movie is good, yeah. so it's family friendly. The ad- the adults liked it. Jim Carrey's in it, and it's Sonic, so they have that 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 going for it. And it made it's made over a hundred million dollars domestically. Wow. So it got good reviews from the users, and it was great. So I like that when a when a when the publishing companies listen to the audience. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. But the Abyss was I remember that movie. That was definitely a departure from what did he do. That was 1980. So in 1984 he did Terminator. Yep. And then in 1986. He, uh, James Cameron did Aliens. 1989, he did The Abyss. That wasn't until 89? 89. Uh, really? James Cameron nearly broke his cast in two with the grueling and dreadful production of 1989 classic The Abyss. It was a classic, for sure. Uh, but it was well worth the stress. I don't know if the, the cast agrees. This deep-sea adventure involves the crew of an underwater drilling platform hosting a SEAL team investing a UFO... Uh, that inadvertently sank a U.S. submarine. It's long but fascinating adventure that broke new technological ground, which would later become a staple in Hollywood cinema. There's nothing quite like it, and there probably never will be again. That was the one where they put that liquid in your lungs so you could yeah. breathe underwater. The, the, that yeah, freaky. that was a weird part, and they just breathe was, it in. Yeah, that was one of the weirdest parts that was of the whole movie. That right? was an uncomfortable movie, too. Yeah, it was dark. It was really, well, it's the bottom of the ocean. Well, <laughs> So many times. Plus, talked about marriage and divorce and stuff. You know? Um, yeah, it was weird. I like they were divorced, but he just it saved his life from the door closing on his hand. That yeah, he was able to get through because he had a wedding ring on still. Mm. For some reason I remember that. Spot. That's right. He was in the movie. Ed Harris's character was married to Catherine von Stupenstein, but, whatever but, her last but, name but is. They were split up or in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And then he rips her blouse off. Yeah, and starts giving her, and then. They almost give up on her, and then he punches her chest again, and she comes back to life. Right. She was all the way down at the bottom with the fucking with the uh, with the with the cod and the haddock fairies. Right. And then they he sent her back up. He actually made her drown. He made her oh, drown yeah, in the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. dragged her back right. to the surface. Right. What a weird movie that was. Before, not to totally change the subject, but did you notice they came out with a new etch sketch to make circles? No. Yeah. Make circles. Make circles with it. Oh really? Well, that's going to keep you busy for the next two years. <laughs> Number eight, I'm going to go past because I never saw before. The Adventures of Hercules. Uh, I have to admit, pretty much every Hercules, Hercules. movie has been terrible. No, I didn't see Yeah, one. every Hercules movie, the new ones, the old ones, and the Dwayne Johnson one wasn't even that good. Yeah, However, the Conan the, Bar- Conan the Barbarian, the new one with Jason Momoa. 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 He's that one's that one's good. That one's a good one. Oh, those are delicious. Um, yeah, the the mammogram cookies. That's where he came out with the name. Yeah, Monomonopia. Samoa. That's a good movie. That oh Samoa. That's what they're called. Jason Samoa. Well, he has Samoan, right? No, that's you like these cookies? Yeah, I like Samoa. Mom Samoa. The check that one out. Yeah, you like it? Conan the Barbarian with Jason Momoa. That's actually a fun flick. It's cheap. It's like not cheap, but it's 
Right. It's it's short. Uh, Space Hunter. That's a cheesy flick. Who is that? Is it? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna pass over that one. Tron, the original Tron, 1982. That was cheesy, like groundbreaking for its tech, yeah. but not a good movie. No, I mean the, no. the motorcycle thing was kind of cool. It was the what do they call those? The something bikes, racers, something racer. Yeah, that was a. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bike the racer, uh, the the movie was not good, but the lure behind it was great, and the technology was awesome. Now the new one, Tron Legacy, really did step its game up with that movie and brought more depth to it. Yeah, uh, that's a good movie. That's one I would definitely consider checking out. I so, th- so it wasn't like Lawnmower Two, Lawnmower Man Two. No, Lawnmower Man. Did I see that? I think I saw Stephen that. Stephen King. Stephen King's Lawnmower Man. Yeah, it was like all this stuff. Like, if when was the last Stephen King movie that was actually that good? What's that thing that you can't watch? Like, if you have like Flash, um, gay Apple. porn. No, uh, <laughs> 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 you, you don't want to see dicks black. Um, no, what? no, those epileptics. They can't watch movies like uh, Lawnmower Man. It's just like. Well, they can't probably watch lights and well, stuff. Well, they probably can't watch any of the fucking Avengers movies either. Im- images. Um. Well, yeah, that's why they say you shouldn't be playing video games for more than you two can't hours. Watch Bernie's hands moving. Around. All right, no, we're not. I know we're not gonna talk politics. Um. <laughs> so the okay, so Tron, the new one is good. I'd actually like to see a third Tron movie. Uh, is it's the the Tron Legacy ends with them trying to. With an army built within the computer, trying yep. to get out and c- invade the real world, and uh, his character Jeff Bridges uh, and his son try to stop that. Yep. I would love to see that extend into the re- into a third movie. And I know that a movie that I really enjoyed it was Steven Biel- Steven Spielberg's latest movie. Kind of ties in with that with a giant digital realm and army, and it was pretty cool. Hmm. But Tron, nineteen eighty two. This was basically cool movies that were forgotten about. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia Experiment. I never saw that. I never saw the Philadelphia Experiment. Some of these these eighty movies they were very hit and miss. I, I probably did, but I don't remember it. Uh, the underrated nineteen eighty four classic reference to supposed real event that took place in nineteen forty three involving the U S Navy's pursuit of technology that could render their forces invisible to radar. Yep. Takes it a step further, where two crew members of the USS Eldridge into the future. Throwing them into the future where they learn the government is attempting to adapt the experiment to create a shield against ICBM attacks. And that's pretty much it. And then it takes a few scientific liberties. But as far as hmm. I yeah, I, vaguely I remember it, and then that was it. I remember the actual Navy experiment and how people thought they were like disappearing after the like months later. Yeah, I think that was like a Tesla experiment. They pl- they played that got a lot of play in video games like Command and Conquer Red Alert. Yeah. This movie you have to remember, or at least the sequel, Short Circuit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Johnny Five uh, Johnny, Johnny I am not understanding you, Johnny Five. Johnny Five was the shit. I saw Short Circuit two before I saw short, uh, the original. Because I didn't know anything about it. He just all of a sudden shows up in like New York City with Bronson Pinchot's autistic cousin there. And uh, he just takes over the city. Los yeah. Locos, kick your ass. And then I saw the original with like pretty much when Steve Gutenberg was in every movie. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're and talking like Three Men and a Baby, Steve Gutenberg? That Steve, that, yeah. That, no, the other Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think after he quit acting, they just retired his name and nobody's allowed. <laughs> Nobody's allowed to be Steve Gutenberg again. <laughs> if you go to the Staples Center, there's Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, and Steve Gutenberg. 
Um, not like the Sanders 20 shirt the other day. That was that was Barry Sanders, by the way. Oh, let me pull up. Uh, okay, so let me for anybody. I'm going to give the briefs in. In 1980, Johnny Five was a household name. Yep. This lovable robot started out as a high grade. This movie was a precursor to a lot of Disney movies. Oh, yeah. He was a military high grade weapons project, like and he was he, struck by lightning. Yeah. And he became self aware, and escaped his government enclosure to soak up everything the world had to offer. It's a it's a fun it's a fun movie that kids should watch. It's pretty cool. Well, they tried to bring the concept back with Wall-E. That's actually where it mentions here. Um, with without him, other robot characters like Chappie, Wall-E, and Baymax may, or, may have never seen the light of day. Yep. Wall-E for sure, and Chappie especially. Chappie was a cool flick. Chappie is like oh, a more. Chappie's a newer. You all right there, pal? Chappie's a new <laughs> a newer <laughs> version. Has anybody of, ever fallen asleep on your podcast? Yeah, me. Oh, on your I had own podcast? I had G yeah I had I had uh, uh, guests though. Have you ever had a guest fall asleep? Well, um, let me say, maybe I let should me do tread it just so I could be the first. Let me tread carefully on this subject. Uh, Giovanni, what's his face? Giovanni, the hell is his name? Giovanni Orlando Pena. Giovanni Orlando Pena. He was in the. He was a guest and he was talking and he when he talks his eyes are never open so it looks like he's asleep. Right. Um. I'm not going to say anything beyond that. Uh, <laughs> but as he was talking, I was just – it was in the old studio, and I was out of it. And I just started drifting off. Just started drifting off. He was talking about a place it's that like he – hypnosis that he's I don't know. I, sometimes I was tired. I was tired on last Sunday leftovers. I was yawning and shit, which happens. But then I came back with a fucking fury on Wednesday because I was screaming about Harvey Weinstein um, and that shit. And then I was talking – there was a, a Q&A – about uh, some a wife who wanted to have sex with her, uh, include her brother in a threesome, and then the the husband was like, "Yeah, I guess I could go along with this." It's like, no, you can't. No, there's something. There are some situations where you just don't cross swords, right? And especially with the bisexual brother. Hey, hey, get out. Yeah, no. <laughs> so that was a situation that occurred. Um, that's awkward for sure. Oh yeah. But. Where was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, yeah. It was just, yeah. So Giovanni was here. And I just started, my eyes just started closing. That's I don't think it was him. I think it was just, I don't know. Maybe I had too much sugar that day or something to that not, account. Not a, you didn't, you didn't have. I, I was, I did. Aroma Joe's coffee. No, I didn't. <laughs> is this Aroma Joe's we're having, by the way? Yes. All right. I'll yeah. give a shout out to Aroma Joe's. Yeah. Again. Aroma Joe's is great. Um, yeah, they definitely gonna be sponsoring. They're definitely gonna be sponsoring this podcast going forward <laughs> for the next twelve weeks. I don't know if they want to, but they're in it for. They're hey, in it now. They're in it now. Um. So yeah, I just fell asleep, and then he told me. I told him I was like, "Man, I was tired for some reason." I'm like, "It wasn't right. you." He's like, "Yeah, you were falling asleep." I'm like, "I'm glad you just kept talking because I was out of it." Um. But now that I'm like, I don't put a lot of carbs in my diet. I don't crash as much. Crash. Crash as as much, but I've been sleeping better. I've been all. on the Mike Tyson diet. Mike Tyson diet. Oh uh, yeah, Mike Tyson's diet just consists of smoking weed. <laughs> Explorers, I never saw. Hey, he started a trend though. It's a big thing now. He's Put the tattoos shit. on your face. He's the man, right? He's the fucking. Everybody loves him now. Everybody loves Mike Tyson. Everybody loves Mike Tyson. Okay, the number one movie you, here. You, you know, even with the lisp, he can talk your ear off. <laughs> I remember he told a joke during a roast. He's like, man, that was so bad, I bit my own ears off. <laughs> the number one uh, forgotten movie of the 1980s that maybe do a sequel to is Flight of the Navigator. Oh, I remember that And it was the shit. Yeah, I watched a good the, movie. God, that movie. Compliance. Movie. Yeah, I forgot that. Um, I think there was a video game that 
came after that. That one, I yeah, I could actually hold on. Let me pour some coffee. Well, I mean, a lot of video games came after that, but I mean, that it, um, it was uh, inspired by that. Flight of the Navi. Did they? Hold on. I'm going to type I think it was in. called Firefox or something. Firefox was a movie with Clint Eastwood. No, no, no. But there was a video game. Yes, Firefox. John. What? <laughs> Firefox. Let, let me go back to sleep. Foxfire? Foxfire. Was it Foxfire? I don't know. Flight of the Navigator Gator uh, m- game. Put the gay in Gator. Game. Flight of the Navigator game. Let's see what pops up. Uh, Flight of the Nav... Yeah! Flight of the Navigator video game. Oh, so it was its own video game. There's a WebGL version of it. You can play it. You can go online and play it. Uh, playwebgl.com slash news Flight of the Navigator. Uh, it's probably terrible. I... <laughs> you'll probably... Yeah. I say it's terrible. I'll probably be playing it later. I think that might have been one of the last games I, I ever played on video, which was on Nintendo 64. I want to get a Nintendo console so bad. That was... I want to get a Super Nintendo console and a Nintendo 64 console. I want to play so much Mario Kart, my head explodes. <laughs> Dude, that's the shit. What Did was you... that one with Yoshi? Mario Kart or any was... Mario game. Oh, okay. Uh, w- let's see. Mar- he was in he was in Mario Kart. He was in Super Mario World. That's when he was introduced. Right. Super Mario World for new- for Super Nintendo was when Mario was introduced. And when you would click on when you would you you'd hear the music, you'd hear the music and then You'd open up, then you'd get the egg, and su- Yoshi, sushi, sushi would jump out. And as soon as you jumped on Yoshi, the music starts to go clip clop, clip clop, clip clop with the regular music. It was super cool. Yeah. It, was just, it was a very That's clever. Funny. That was one of the coolest games I've ever played because you get to see. It's like an open world. It was like one of the first open world concepts where you could see like the whole globe. You can actually. I'm thinking about getting the map. Of, they took the whole Super Mario World yeah. map. And they made it into the globe. Really? Yeah. So a map of the world that's all in Super Mario Land. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yes, so I want to get. That. I want to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had so a, you probably could dig a hole through China through a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get either for this wall or this wall because I just moved the wall of coffee to behind your head. Oh, cool. Yep. It's, cl- it's all done. That's the first one. Vermont, Vermont Cafe Bustello, La Colombe. Wide Awake is good. Pizza's okay. Wicked Joe's good. Jim's Organic is great. Black Rifle tastes like AR-15 powder. Hometown's not bad, but it's got a little bit of a sour taste to it. Uh, the WRC's kind of light. Cafe Bustello, you know I love. Um, and then what else is there? Yeah, the Jim's Organic is a good go-to, though. You want a good coffee? The Jim's or the Laird Hamilton's, the big one on the right. Laird Hamilton's is a solid winner. You got to order that online, though. The next one I want to get in here after uh, Aroma Joe's is the El Colombiano, which is based in Brookline, Mass. Oh, nice. Yeah, I bet that guy. He's cool. I got to get, but I didn't keep his baggie. And I can't, obviously, I can't put cans. You didn't keep his baggie? His baggie. You know, the baggie, the, the wrapper thingy. And I can't put Illy's on the wall because it comes in a freaking tin. You went to Mass Shoes and you didn't bring a baggie back? <laughs> um, if you need a baggie, John, I can find, probably find a buyer for you. <laughs> you know, it's all good. I don't care. A buyer or a seller? Yeah, we can talk about dealing drugs on the podcast. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Mm. We don't talk politics. No, we don't talk politics, but we will talk about drug dealing. And since we are consuming a... Drug. At this point, it's practically a narcotic in this house. Well, I'll suck ca- your dick. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> for caffeine. <laughs> um. Anyways, where the fuck? Have we- oh, if you want to find me on social media, uh, positive underscore 
uh, what the fuck? Positive underscore sarcasm on Instagram or Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm and Facebook.com slash positive sarcasm if you just want to be my friend. Uh, and you can also go to the YouTube channel. Check out my YouTube channel, Positive Sarcasm Podcast and Positive Sarcasm. I know I haven't posted on there recently because it's fucking cold out still. I was about to go out Friday Supposed night. To snap tomorrow, though, 40. My nuts plus. are going to. Yeah, if I fall down under 30 degrees, my nuts are going to snap off because they're <laughs> fucking dixical. Um, but I, I went to go out. Terminator. I was going to do another cyberpunk video, which I'm planning. And then all of a sudden, uh, it got like super cold. And I'm like, nope. I was like that dog in the wintertime. They step, they put their feet in the snow. It's like, nope. And I went right back inside. I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> or they go like, ooh, ooh. Uh, it was Did we already go through the whole movie list? Uh, for, the, for the Ten Forgottens, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, the, other, the, other new, the other movie news was just about, they're talking about the, okay, so the last Terminator bombed. I already talked about the whole woke bullshit. And then, you know, uh, James Cameron went vegan, basically. But um, they were going to, originally Terminator Genesis came out. That was the one before this last one that bombed, and that one also bombed, of course. It's all Bomb Factory, and they were going to actually continue a sequel. There was going to be a sequel to Genesis, but it was so bad they scrapped the whole thing. And then Dark Fate happened. James Cameron James Cameron said he was coming back. He yeah. never directed it. He just wrote some shit and supervised it and then told another director what to do. He didn't get behind the helm. Huh. He didn't do what Christopher Nolan does. Christopher Nolan, at least, I didn't personally, I didn't like Dunkirk. But at least Christopher Nolan was on the helm for that. He was the director. He was in charge of everything. He was running the show. And I like it when those heavy, like when Spielberg gets behind the wheel, he yeah. makes good movies. Right. Like for example, he did AI. AI was a tough movie to do, yeah. but it was still it was good. It had there was a lot to it. Um, and there's a lot to be said. AI is going to go down as a as a classic. Oh yeah. That was and then the last movie he too. did, uh, which I sadly I'm super sorry I can't. Uh, Oh, Ready Player One. That was a really good movie. Was it good? Yes. That's a fun movie. Like, true Spielberg. Like, he took all the retro shit that you remember, as even from when you were a kid. From video games. And from video games, old movie characters, fucking E.T., new ones like Halo, the Iron Giant. And at the end, you see all these characters that you know the 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 not the Mandalorian the DeLorean they're yeah. all in there and you just you're like you know fist pump go eighty five and it's awesome that's a great movie like it's a lot of fun to watch there's a con it's it it's true Spielberg with all the budget all yeah. the budget all the Spielberg and all the tropes you want yeah. and it's it's a fun movie to do so Spielberg gets behind the helm Nolan gets behind the helm uh. Cameron didn't do that. Cameron's so busy on fucking Avatar. Please don't screw up Avatar, James Cameron. Whatever you do. If you fucking screw up Avatar. Oh, doing Avatar 2? 2 and 3. 2 and 3. Slated for like late next year. And m remember. So, okay, here's the rumored production budget for Avatar, the original. At Back then. That was, what, when did that come out? 2012? That was yeah. a $260 million production budget. Do you much. remember the marketing campaign behind that? There was a video game. I know we don't talk sports, but just in events in general. Right Dallas right. Cowboys game. Yeah. Remember the you know the big uh the big tr Jumbo screen. Yeah. yeah. He had it advertised during the game, on that panel. How much money do you think he paid? Uh, Jimmy. Who's what's his name? Who owns the the Dallas Cowboys? Jimmy Jones. Jim, thank you, Jimmy Jones. Jimmy How much do you think he paid? Jimmy Johnson. Right? Jimmy. Right. Jim, Jimmy Johnson. No. What the fuck's his name? No, Jones. 
Jones? Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. How much do you think he paid Jerry Jones to get that thing on Coach the, was on the jump? Johnson. Jump? I mean, that thing blocks punts, but yet somehow James Cameron got it on that screen. Right. So he advertised it. He did like a whole featurette on that screen. So the production budget for that thing was probably well beyond $400 million. And yet, still, that movie worldwide made $2.7 billion. Billion. I mean, he fucking torched. Because I, okay. Here's here's an interesting thought. Um, most of the Avengers movies made two hundred million dollars. Uh, the opening weekend, right. opening weekend, two hundred million. Some yep. Transformer movies made that, I, I think. Um, Avatar the first weekend, seventy-seven million dollars. Here's the thing, though. The next weekend, seventy-five million dollars. So it just kept going. The weekend after that. $75 million. It was, it just didn't stop. It was like cats. The complete opposite of or, cat. Or rent. Rent? Rent? No, cat, not cats. Cats was over before it began. Rent. Rent was the one that went for like 30 years on Broadway. Uh, did it? Yeah. Wasn't it rent? Okay, well, you know what? I'm okay with rent going 30 years on Broadway than cats. Cats should have been, those nine oh, lives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cats yeah. was dumb. Those was nine dumb. lives should have been exterminated yeah. at least 30 years ago. Fucking cats is horrible. No, it was rent. Rent was um, a big one. But still, adjusting for inflation, ca- uh, not Casablanca, excuse me, Gone with the Wind is, when you adjust it for inflation, that would be the highest grossing movie of all of time. Of all time, yep. Right. Um, apparently, it was pretty good from what I hear. Titanic but, was up there. What was it? Titanic was Titanic was originally the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, not adjusted for inflation, but just because of its scope and what it covered. Yeah, that movie was huge. And then I think Avatar was the movie that blew it away. So a movie by James Cameron eclipsed another movie directed by James Cameron. Right. So I just don't want him to screw up Avatar for all the things I I credit. Because James Cameron, he made one of my favorite movies of all time, The Terminator. Yeah. He made another one of my favorite movies of all time, fucking Aliens. Aliens was amazing. But then this whole Terminator thing happened. I talked about I wanted to fix the Terminator franchise. I want to do one more movie. I want to get Emily Blunt, who was in. You want to uh, do Terminator versus Alien? No, I just no. <laughs> Alien versus who would win? Terminator would. Didn't win. they already do that? No, that was Alien versus Predator. Oh, Predator. That's right. How fucking Predator didn't win? I think he did win. Oh no, he just suicided himself. Um. I wanted to do a Terminator movie, the last one. I wanted to bring Emily Blunt back because she was in The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. I want his her husband, who was in uh, 13 Hours. 13 Hours? Uh, with, that was the war movie with Michael Bay. Yeah. So I want to bring those two because they're married. I want them in the movie. I want to bring back Christian Bale from, uh, from Terminator Salvation. I, I'm not bringing back the other character who died in that movie. And I want the movie to be just the war, just the freaking whole Judgment Day war, yeah. and then end the franchise. No sequel, just boom, $200 million, throw it all against the wall, and that's it. And then I want Emily Blunt's character and John Krasinski's character to die in a massive explosion. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. And she's the one who hits the button. Because I, the reason I would hire Emily Blunt is because she was, she was the... Uh, the angel, the archangel in the movie Day After Tomorrow, which is in a, the day after, no, not the day after tomorrow, the edge of tomorrow, the which is a tomorrow. phenomenal movie with yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise. Right. Phenomenal I flick. I say it's like a Mission Impossible yeah. type of. Some people know it as, remember it as the day, uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Yep. 
which was like the actually the the, the slogan for that. Right. But it got flipped upside down. It was it's a fucking like Bob O'Reilly and Teenage Wasteland. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. I think we all thought that as kids. Were yeah. you were you were around when were you around when that movie when that when that came out? What? Bob O'Reilly? I wasn't alive when that oh, came no, out. Oh, no, it came out uh, 1980, was, 79, something like that. Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, I was I was a fucking, I, had a, I was a swimmer back then. <laughs> Wait, guys, where are y'all going? Wait for me. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what are we at? 34 minutes? We can bang on a couple shit. Uh, what's, let me read this article, Rick. So, this, yeah, go ahead. Alien versus Christ. No, it just you gave me a thought there for a second. Make sure that microphone's right up in your ass. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're talking about <laughs> Terminator. Yeah, so Terminator's dead. Please don't fuck up Avatar. No. I mean, that was no, that an was epic saga. Movie. That was a movie that he tempted you. You wanted to go see it in theaters. Yeah. You watched that on a big screen. It didn't feel the same. When you saw that in theaters, Avatar overwhelmed you. It right. was an overwhelming oh, movie. Yeah. It, was it was emotional. It was emotional. It was intense. It was basically t- Pocahontas, only with blue people. But still, I mean, that the, the yeah. what do they call that? The, ar- the archetype. Is in there. Right. It was great, and it was just a huge movie. Big well, it production. Wasn't, it wasn't. Just it could have bombed. So it was. It was. It was like the us versus them kind of. Yes. Um. Know, it was like evil versus good versus evil. The archetypes. The biblical. A little bit of Robin Hood to it. A little bit of you know. Yeah. The biblical archetypes were in that a lot movie. Of undertones. All, all that shit was in there. Um. But here's the thing: there were other movies, big movies that were coming out, like John Carter of Mars. Yeah, that came out and that was that flopped super bad. We're that talking was the name of it, John Carter, of or it was called John Carter. Uh, they were trying to make Taylor Kitsch a star. He oh. they put him in the movie Battleship, where Liam Neeson was in it for about thirty five seconds. That movie flopped, and then they put him in John Carter. Yep. That flopped, and they tried another movie. He just wasn't he. The, people didn't flock because he was in um, he was in that that big TV show Friday Night Lights. Okay, and they were trying to make him a star. Yeah, and it just didn't pan out. Where Robert Pattinson from the Twilight series did end up becoming a big star. He was in that Lighthouse movie, which was really good. He was in a um, he was in a weird uh, dystopian movie where he was in a limo the whole time, which was a terrible movie. But he was good in it. But Robert Pattinson is he's gotten he he's an actual good actor. He was in that Lighthouse movie with Willem Dafoe, and he's gonna be the new Batman. So he's got a shot. Yeah. Whereas some of these guys, they try to make them big stars, and it just doesn't it doesn't work out. But yeah, they that John Carter of Mars came around. It was that was around the same time that Avatar came out. And it just it, it flopped in a gig, giant pile of dicks. So, and I, I'm just tired of fucking remakes and reboots and reimaginations and screen adaptations of this, that, and the other things. Time like, for something new. Like, time for something new. Like I appreciated. That's why I appreciated 1917 because it was a huge cinematic attempt. Cinematography, a big attempt at cinematography, because you're following the trenches. You're following these two guys through the trenches of World War One. True story, which is great. It well, it was based on a it was well, it was based on historical events like World War One, like Mister Rogers' true story. That's a true story. That's a true true story. I mean, that's a. Did you like that? Was it good? What's that called? Won't won't you be my neighbor or some shit? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I should probably check that. But here's the funny thing: most of the uh, budget. Was probably in Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks's pocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Won't you be my paycheck? There, um, yeah. There was really nothing else in that movie. I mean, as far as like, you remember the show when they had the little fake, you know, houses and the little yeah. bars and 
they they did a set like that and in kind of in the background they showed how the plane was landing oh everything. that's super cool it was so yeah. it was like a kind of like a behind the scenes type of thing yeah yeah a little, little both so yeah. it's like so like documentary meets movie like adaptation right and but it was a good movie though right oh yeah he start he started out and he, he showed the these like little things where it was pictures and then there was this one picture of this guy his face was busted or black black guy or whatever and um and then it said this is my friend and you know he he actually goes off set and he talks to this guy and the guy was a writer for esquire yep and he was interviewing him and the two of them become entangled the rest of the movie it's pretty cool oh okay so there's okay so that's pretty cool yeah um yeah, so I, actually, I'll have to go and look that up. I'm sure it's probably on Amazon Prime or Hulu or something like that. So I have probably, to go and check that out. Probably. It was a good movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? 39 minutes. Let's see here. Uh, there was the prefab homes note. We're going to skip that one. Hey, you know what? Let's finish on a light note. Uh, we'll, we'll do one Q&A, and then we're going to do – I just I was going to do other articles, but I wanted to pick this one up really quickly. This is a big controversial topic. This is the most controversial topic, bigger than abortion, healthcare coronavirus much bigger a highly scientific. this is by mel magazine a highly scientific analysis of pineapple as a pizza topping get ready for a riot the debate has raged on for more than i love it first of all i I mean it's hawaiian pizza it's delicious it's amazing what else is there in hawaii but pigs and pineapples yeah i know and i want it on my pizza and and taurus Mm. which are basically pineapple pigs <laughs> Pine- pineapple pig boy pineapple rock- eating pigs you get laid when you get off the plane wait wait can you Welcome away. can you uh can you feed pigs pineapple dude you can feed pigs anything dude that'd be awesome why don't you feed a pig pineapple and then and you then, don't have to actually and then, put it on the pizza you just no you the- would do that so you'd have you'd feed the pig pineapple you'd slaughter it and then you'd cook it in pineapple and then you'd put it on the top of a pizza with, with- more pineapple and then you fill the crust with pieces of pineapple. You know, like back when Domino's had those the mozzarella cheese inside the crust? Yeah. It just filled full of pineapple. <laughs> so, like, I have a super pineapple pizza with pig on it. <laughs> it's almost like combining Egg Benedict and Cordon Bleu. They call it mother, you can do that. They call that mother and child. Mother and child? Yeah. Father, daughter. Wait, that actually be a good... Wait, what was it? Eggs, Benedict, Cordon Bleu. Yeah. So why can't you do actually, that? Why can't right. you do that? So what is cordon bleu? That's like a cream, right? No, it's it's chicken and ham. Yep. And actually, right, chicken cordon bleu is is it stuffed or it's overlaid yeah. with a cream sauce, right? Cream sauce and ham. Right. And, and what's eggs Benedict? It's eggs Benedict has got eggs on like a eggs. It's eggs on it's it's a poached egg on a slice of Canadian bacon over a uh, a muffin. Right. With a holly sauce. Right. So right, why wouldn't right. you? Instead of instead of holly sauce, use cordon bleu. That's right. Why not? That'd be actually really I mean, good. I went to this one restaurant. Fuck it. They what, were, they were let's serving, just break more rules while we're at it there. They, they were serving um, Eggs Benedict on hubcaps. Where? On uh, hubcaps? Yeah. Cause there's no, oh, you mean as a plate? Yeah, because there's no place like Chrome for the hollandaise. Oh, uh, right. you fucking asshole. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, wait, no. That's a good idea, though. That's a good thought. About time, John. You had a good what, idea. The, the hubcap or the, no, the chicken egg cor- cordon? Well, bleu. actually, no. The hubcap. Like, imagine like egg cordon bleu. Like, uh, you can see yourself in this meal. 
bowling ble- yeah a bowling imagine a bolognese on like a uh like a, a bolognese oh i love bolognese. on like um on like a cadillac hubcap oh yeah you can strain your pasta in it too cuz they, they it's, it's so basically what's it what's it called cordon chicken yeah give me the ingredients for chicken cordon bleu we i am spending another 3 minutes on this at least we're going to sp- you spell cordon bleu e becomes before u who gives a shit you can sound it out Anything. It's the internet, retard. Just fucking it type com- it in. It's hey, going to figure it out. It comes before you. Okay. Cordon Bleu or Everybody schnitz- comes before me, John. Schnitzel Cordon Bleu. Schnitzel Cordon Bleu. So that's basically a chicken fried steak. Chicken fried steak. Chicken Ooh. fried steak with hollandaise? Dude. I'm going to need new pants after this. Chicken <laughs> Cordon Bleu. So schnitzel. <gasps> so instead of Canadian bacon, you could do schnitzel or chicken fried steak with a poached egg on top with Cordon Bleu sauce. Dude, oh my god, I'm gonna die early. That's it. Diet's over. Slice of ham and a slice of cheese breaded and then pan fried or baked. Okay. Oh, okay, so cordon bleu. Yeah, but isn't there wait, isn't there a cordon bleu sauce? Look up cordon bleu sauce. Cause chicken cordon bleu is literally just a piece of spinach, a piece of ham, and a piece of Swiss cheese. Oh, cordon bleu sauce. Yeah, look up a cordon bleu sauce. Or are you thinking of like chicken a la king or something? Shoot, shit? It was just right there. Or are you thinking of like chicken a la king or something? No, no, cordon bleu sauce. Look Dijon up, cream. Dijon cream. Creamy wine. Okay. Blue sauce. Okay. Bl- blue sauce. Well, that would be blue cheese. I don't know. Blue cheese not really blue, by the way. Blue. <laughs> it's this like is, a French fry with ketchup. It just ain't right. The suspense is mounting. Um, sauce perfect. Yep. Go no, ahead. I don't read it. Yeah. Read it. Read recipes. Well, no, but you can pick one. We can do a recipe. Rich and creamy. Rich and creamy. Nice and dreamy. Or gravy soup. No, it's trying to sell me men's cordon <laughs> pills or something. I don't know what it's doing. I'm, well, I don't need it. I just need cordon bleu sauce. That's giving me a semi right now. Tips for making... The, wait. It says tips for making sauce. I don't even know what's in it yet. Come on, John. I got fucking 82 computers. And Add all a of a sudden bit you're... of basil. Basil, huh? Okay. Okay. How to make your chicken cordon bleu sauce. Yes. All right. So read we're that get, off. We're getting there. Okay. Right, six tablespoons of butter. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So six tablespoons. all only six. Well, that's the biggest ingredient. Six tablespoons of butter. Half a cup of chicken broth. Chicken broth. Okay. A teaspoon of chicken bouillon. bouillon. Oh, okay. Bouillon cube. So be- so chicken bouillon. Like. Tom Steyer, the bull, bullion. That's basically just a chicken condensed ta- condensed down. They just take a whole chicken and they just smash it down to a tiny cube. There's a little yeah. beak sticking out. Have you ever eaten one of those? Oh yeah, I was a child once. Dude. I'm a child now. One tablespoon of cornstarch. Starch, okay. One cup of heavy whipping cream. Oh, dude. Not whipped cream, but whipping, whipping cream. cream. So heavy cream that's whipped. Yep, I can Half do that. Half a teaspoon of pepper and a tablespoon of basil. Dude, that sounds awesome. Okay, what else? Is that it? That's it. And they just whip it together? Whip it good. Nice. Whip, 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 whip it real good. Okay, so that would be... Oh, okay, I'm glad I'm rec- I thought I wasn't recording here for a second. <laughs> so cordon bleu sauce over Benny's. Over Benny's. Over Now, Benny's. okay, so what? Now the Canadian bacon, we would obviously, since the Canadian bacon is not going to work this time, we no. should switch that out with, with something else. Like, Whoa, wait a second, though. Instead of the ham, you could do Canadian bacon. Well, that's what we're doing. Oh, okay. Well, Canadian bacon is what's on Eggs Benedict, but we can switch that out for something else. Oh. We should switch. No, it I'm up. saying Cordon Bleu has ham. Yeah, you can put the eggs. You can put you can put Canadian bacon. It's practically the same thing. Right. But with the Eggs Benedict, 
this sounds so good. We could switch out the ham or the Canadian bacon with schnitzel or chicken fried steak. I mean, fuck it. We're going house. Yeah. We're I going think, we're going sizzler, as they say. I think I think ham and Canadian they they really are the same They're thing. They're the same thing. It's just a name. Yeah, they, they. It's like Bruce and Caitlin. It's same it's just it's the same name. thing. Same thing. Yeah. Same dick, different eyebrows. The <laughs> um so the but we would switch oh dude, a, a schnitzel or a chicken fried steak with a poached egg on top and cordon bleu sauce. That has to be built. That has to be built. Somebody has to put that on a dining menu. That's brilliant. It's that fucking brilliant. brilliant. That would be brilliant. That would be amazing. We with should a, go to Toasted. Friend, what's it called? Friendly Toast. Friendly Toast? Ask them if they can do it. I don't see why not. Well, they'd have to do... Hmm. I bet you they could. They do lunch and breakfast. We should give them a recipe for that. We'd be like, listen, just give this to the chefs. Don't tell them where you got can it. Can you do it? Can you do Can you do it? Can <laughs> we build it? We can rebuild this. <laughs> don't tell them Andy Warhol is still alive. <laughs> We now the the muffin. I'd say we'd. St- I say we still go with the muffin. The muffin. And then we just and just butter, just like a little butter on a flat grill, and just fry it up. Keep that traditional. But what, just a regular muffin. Just a regular muffin. Like the gravy type muffins. Yeah, like you get on a regular eggs Benedict. Yeah. Okay. Or I mean, if you really want to get no, reta- those are usually wait, English muffins. What about Texas toast? Ooh, now we oh. Texas toast. Yeah. So um, we could do French toast or classic with butter. No, that'd be probably too much. Texas toast. Oh yeah, too much, John. That's really too much. <laughs> That's what we're I'd going sound like for Bill here. Maher. Really, John? Really? Really? really. New rule. No French toast. <laughs> <laughs> so we could do that. So okay. All right. So now, all right. Let's get deeper. Let's get to the foundation. Do we want to go? More let's get to the heart of the matter. What? More, more eggy or more buttery? Both. Both. Ice. Okay. Here's what we do. So you could do French toast. So here's what we really do. So we okay. Let's start with the French toast. Right. All right. We're gonna fill it full of cheese. <laughs> Wait, well, well, grilled well, might French, as well go for pop grilled cheese point. French toast. So let's just really fuck it. Yes. So oh. we'll do. Yeah, I'm in. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't need those pills now. I'm uh, getting a hard on just I know. thinking about this food. Uh, I know. I'm gonna have to see a cardiologist. All right, but All right. at least so we'll go with grilled Texas cheese, French toast. So a gr- a fr- at least a French toast. So Texas toast. And then, you know, soap it in the egg. Egg, yep. And then we, f- we put that on the grill, and then we close it up with a little bit of butter. So once the French toast is done, yeah, we roll it on. We heat it up, a li- again, over butter, completely right. with butter, so it gets a little bit of char on each side. And then on there, we put the schnitzel or the chicken fried steak on top of that. And then from there, we put the poached egg, your choice, poached hard or soft. And then from yep. there, we do the cordon bleu. Sauce. So French. So so um, eggs Benedict, but starting with Texas toast, German schnitzel, which is where's the cheese coming to play here? Oh, okay. Smoked Gouda in here somehow. Well, Swiss cheese, cordon bleu, Swiss cheese, right? Mm, Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So where do we put it? Well, I think we can either put it. On top of the French toast. Maybe we should melt it on top. So the cordon bleu sauce is going to be hot. Oh. Wait a minute. Under the sauce or over the sauce? Under the sauce. Under the sauce. Yeah. Okay. So we put it on top of the poached egg, pour the be sauce. it's like a little surprise when you go through the sauce. You bite John, this, thing, cheese, this like... sounds like this whole thing is full of surprises. <laughs> Your pants is going to be full of surprises after you eat this shit. I, so, okay. <laughs> Front or back. So, Who knows? And then serve with a side of home fries. With... That's topped in hollandaise sauce and Swiss cheese. 
<laughs> I I can't I don't think we can go any farther in this podcast. There's nothing that tops this. No. There's nothing better than this. The only thing that would top this is the kimchi. Medium. Okay. I, uh, we should finish. Okay, I do want to thank you for bringing this up. I almost forgot. Kimchi. So if you guys are, since we're talking about food, uh, if you don't like, there's probiotics. Some people don't like sauerkraut or cabbage, but this is fermented cabbage. I go to a place called A Market, and that's this is liquid, huh? Well, that's what's left of it, but oh. you can use this on like a sandwich or oh, soup or something. Okay. It's filled with like cabbage and scallions, and this is just uh, carrots and shit, but it's fermented, essentially fermented cabbage. Really good for the stomach. And it's great for your, yeah, it's great probiotic for your stomach. It's awesome. And this, I, I get go to a place called A Market. This one's called Sunja's. All natural Sunja with some lady on it. She looks like uh, Connie Chung. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this S-U-N-J-A-S. And they literally, I, I bought like the last two of it. And this stuff is delicious. But if you guys find it, go look for it anywhere. Sunjas. But, it, okay, hold on. There's some stuff on it. Uses. Enjoy it as is, which I did. I just eat it out of the jar. That stuff will kill coronavirus. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It'll kill half of China. Um, Somebody already did. Uh, uses. As is. Over rice, beans, grains, noodles, nori rolls. Ooh, yummy. Sandwiches, burritos, and as a side dish with any meal. Like, for example, if you don't want coleslaw, you can have this. Can you have that on Eggs Benedict? No. Oh, okay. Definitely not. Uh, it's in continuous fermentation. Bubbles are normal. But it, it doesn't taste like it's low in sodium, but this is delicious. It's vinegar-free? That's weird. Wait that a is minute. weird. That is weird. What's the ingredients? How do you, how do you ferment without vinegar? I don't know. All-natural cabbage, carrots, green onion, sea salt, sweet red peppers, crushed red pepper, garlics, leek, and ginger. That's it. Wait. This is from Waterbury, Vermont. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? We were robbed. Sunji. Okay. Oh, they got a website. Sunjiskimchi.com. So if the A market doesn't have it, you can order it. So go to Sunji's Kimchi. Sunjiskimchi.com. S U N J A S Kimchi. K I M C H I.com for some of the best kimchi that I've ever had. And if you're looking for good coffee, go to AromaJoes.com or Google them or find them on Instagram as well. We are at 52 minutes. I think we're. this has been a, a delicious. John, this has been a delicious Sunday leftover. Okay, so we're well, going to. This gonna, is a wrap. So <laughs> let's, let's finish with an agreement here. Okay. Okay. Um, French toast. So French toast. No no brown sugar or anything. So French Texas toast. Right. Just French, French Texas yeah. toast. Yeah. Uh, finally, um, then over butter with uh, a German schnitzel or chicken fried steak. Yep. And then on that, so if you don't have either one, people have the option of picking one or the other. No right. Canadian bacon. Poached egg, Swiss cheese, and... Um, Hollandaise. Not Hollandaise. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, Cordon Bleu. Sauce. Cordon Bleu sauce. And you can look up Cordon Bleu recipes uh, on... Just Google that. And then with a side of home fries with Hollandaise sauce with Swiss cheese on top. And that yeah. that is your positive sarcasm breakfast right there. So if you're going to go do an ultra marathon, that's what you eat. You're definitely <laughs> you're not going to make it. You're definitely going to cramp up. That is amazing. That is one you of the You got to serve that at like beer fest. I right? have to make it. We'll we'll make it. A beer fest. We'll be a beer fest. That is delicious. We'll be after the German right, so schnitzel. We have to write Okay, I'm going to write that once I once I hit stop yeah. and finish this up, we're going right. to write that down. Okay. We have to write that down. That yeah. sounds fucking phenomenal. Let's write it down. <laughs> Um, all right, so we are at 54 minutes this Sunday left. I want to thank you guys. 
Holy shit. Thank you to all the new subscribers and listeners and commenters and donators. You guys are freaking phenomenal. Thank you for all the just the support and the fact that the numbers keep going up. Taking off. Not every once every few weeks. Every, every fucking week. week, two podcasts a week, I see new subscribers. I don't know where you guys are from, but thank you for listening, watching, and just being a part of this thing that's growing every freaking week. Um, I hope to make new videos for YouTube soon. Check me out on Instagram. You can see all the clippies that I put together. And then I'm going to try to get some, I'm trying to get Jessica Rainville and Joey Klampka in studio as well for some guest spots. But hey, I did it all myself. I'm just going to keep doing it. Uh, until then, Johnny, thank you for stopping by. It's good to see you again. And then, uh, of course, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find Johnny. Uh, go to Facebook.com. Look up Johnny, uh, not Johnny Monotone. Look up John Morton. He's working on some projects no here. No He's always working on some random projects and shit like that. He's also working on, he's working on uh, trying to get a statue up in Pembroke as well. So go ahead and look that up on Pembroke. You can ask him. Uh, what's the uh, What's the What's the statue's uh, Facebook page? Penacook Indian statue. Penacook Indian statue. So go ahead and look that up if you live in that area and you want to see some cool statues. We'll follow by a little bit of history. It might be a family sculpture. Family sculpture. Go ahead and check that out and see if you're kind of into that stuff. And then go up, uh, look it up on the on the Wikipedia's. In the meantime, uh, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on my YouTube channel. Definitely subscribe to that shit. Um, if you want to be a collaborator on my YouTube stuff and you're in the area, just go ahead and hit me up at positive underscore at po positive sarcasm at outlook.com. This is definitely a Sunday leftovers for sure. Kind of wish I had that sure. breakfast before I started. <laughs> oh, that's about 6,000 calories in one meal. Um, you can also, yeah, you can also subscribe to this podcast. Go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, anything that has an RSS feed, I'm attached to it. So like, subscribe, share, donate, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Until then, thank you for listening, watching, subscribing. I will check on you guys next week. Streaming live from the Spare Part Studios. Thank you for stopping by, Johnny Monotone. But this has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.
podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.